Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Best of the Men's Room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What to win is your ultimate memento or souvenir? 206-421-ROCK. Hello, Sherman. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hey, how you doing? Hola. Hola. Hey, so uh, years ago, back when it was the Winston Cup and not uh, some, I don't know what they call it now. Didn't they have to but change anyway, the name because of the cigarette? They call it NASCAR. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It was a drag racing out at uh, SIR, Seattle International Raceway. Now I think it's uh, PIR, Pacific of course. Raceway or some crap. Now, anyways, I was out there in the, in the 90s, and uh, we did some, uh, we walked around a little bit all day and uh, came back. John Force had won the um, Funny Car Nationals and so uh, for the year. And so we uh, ended up getting back there. And, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, we're just listening. All right, man. I didn't know if I was just talking. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, we got we went, <laughs> we went back there, and uh, he's standing there, and he's he's trying to find a beer. He's walking through. He's like, "Who's got a beer in this room?" And someone threw him a Miller Lite, and uh, Bud was his sponsor. So um, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, can we get a picture?" And he so he like threw the beer behind my back and stuff, and my buddy Todd's there. And uh, we got the picture, and uh, so came back next year, and uh, he's there, and he won again. Um, this was just uh, on on record for the nationals. So it was like it was like five and a half nationals that he'd won at this time. And anyways, uh, Todd's there and this stuff. And, and I, I get his picture. I says, "Hey, can I get you to sign this?" And he comes over, he looks at, it, he goes, "Man." Those guys, look, those guys look pretty rowdy. Yeah, and, and invited us back, and it was it was a great time. Man. That is awesome. It, yes, I'm glad you got the autograph. Mm-hmm. And you probably got to drink the Miller Lite because if you're under contract, you're you know you got to give the. Well, that's why I said he just hid it behind her back for the picture. Like they just can't see me with it. But as soon as we're done with this, yeah, I'm drinking this bad yeah. boy. Uh, by the way, just real quick, I, I like this one from the text lines. Right, it says they work backstage at concerts. All right. So they get access to all kinds of different things. This person says, I work backstage at concerts. I have Katy Perry's nipple pasties. 
Oh. oh. For Yay. some reason, I find that remarkably intriguing. First question no, 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 is... I want to know, how no, big are they? Right. <laughs> how big are the pasties? Yes. What do they need to cover? Because there was a... Is it Megan Thee Stallion? Who's Ooh. Boo? Cardi B? There somebody. You go, Cardi B. Where it's like, her pasties, you, you wear them as a yarmulke. Like, you got to go to a bar mitzvah. Like, dude, just use her pasty. Mm-hmm. Trust me. It'll it's like fit your head. like a propeller on it. <laughs> I mean, like, there are not pasties big enough for her, man. So I'm just curious. Yeah. Just want to know. Yeah. Is it dime size? That way, if we ever meet Katy Perry, I know the size of your nipple. Salami size. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the men's room. Boo, bitches. Boo. So, Miles, does this nickname ring a bell? The Black Knight. The Black Knight. I mean, as yeah. far as there's Batman. Yeah. In the sports world. The Black Knight. I don't think so. Okay, well, you're going to know who it is in a second. Uh, years ago, I can't remember how old I was, but I was in my teens, I guess. Um, my mom took me and a friend down to the Portland uh, Pro-Am Tour, and uh, I got to caddy for one of the amateurs. And the day that I did that, it just so happened to be my birthday. And halfway through um, the round... Uh, we were paired up with Gary Player. I got to caddy for Gary Player. Oh, that's oh, cool. Oh, damn. Yeah, he always did or, wear black. You know, I didn't I didn't know they called him the Black Knight. That's kind of weird yeah, being from he, South Africa that they right. would give him that moniker. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tiger's yeah. like, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go play golf at Sun City. <laughs> and golf. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Don't worry about apartheid. I'm the Black Knight from <laughs> right. South Africa. <laughs> right? I don't think he brought well, that up, but he went home. Exactly. <laughs> Good God. I got to caddy for him for a couple, for a couple holes, and it was pretty cool because he was – he was very nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the round, I got a golf ball signed by him. Now, what happened to that ball, I don't know. It's been oh, years gosh. since I've seen it. Was that, so, a pump, was, that a pumpkin, no. was that a pumpkin ridge? Uh, I think it's been so long. Yeah, it probably was. I was wondering about, uh, like, of all the sports that I would not, if I'm an athlete, that I would not have to sign, it's golf. Right, like football. That's tough. It's That's an tough. easy signature. Baseball, you can get it on there. But I'm like, basketball, real simple. But I'm like, a golf ball. You want me to sign mm-hmm. a goddamn dimple golf ball? Like, how about I write it on a sheet of paper and hand yeah. it to you, bro? Yeah, like, I that get is it. a weird thing to autograph. You I mean, honestly, anything? Yeah. What the, What is your ultimate memento or souvenir? Two zero six four two one rock. Hello, Jeff. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Hey guys, this I'm a first time caller. I've been listening to you guys for years. Well, welcome to but, the show. Yeah. So I got a chance. This was back when, you know, the Sonics were back in the playoffs. I don't know if this was uh, probably mid-90s. Definitely wasn't the so, 2000s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and McMillan was the coach. I'd gotten this really, really nice. Sonics jacket for Christmas, and the buddy that I got season tickets from said he couldn't go to a game, and the tickets also included a pass to go see them practice that day in the Coliseum or in Key Arena. Right. So my daughter and I go down to the game and go to this practice, and that was that was really cool. There were probably 20 people sitting in the stands while the Sonics were practicing. And after they got done, uh, Nate 
came over and said, hey, anybody got any questions? You know, and a couple people asked him questions about because I think we were playing the Spurs, if I remember right. Um, so, you know, they were just talking about the, the matchup against the Spurs. And I said, hey, would you sign my jacket? And he said, sure. So I got this really nice Sonics jacket with Nate McMillan's signature on it. And I'm not sure that might have been the year before he left. But, uh, yeah, That's pretty so I still solid, got man. that jacket. Mm-hmm. Nice. And my, yeah, and my daughter and I still talk about that, that whole day. It was, it was a great time. Hopefully you'll have yeah. a similar day maybe down the road sometime if they can just get that figured out. Hey, there are some rumors going around, bro. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Oh, there he is. Down in his basement right. studio bar dungeon, Ryan Castle. What is new and exciting in your world? Uh, just getting ready to celebrate mom today on Sit and Spin Miles. Is that right? In honor of Mother's Day weekend, there's a lot of great songs out there about your mom. Well, this is the time. <laughs> no, your mom specifically, Miles. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's, like, you, that's what it uh, sounded like. Yeah. If you have not uh, done anything, now is the time to get on this, especially if you need to order something or setting up a dinner yeah. reservation. Probably a little bit late, but uh, get it done if you need to, man. Yeah. If you haven't done anything yet, now is the time. I've been trying to, man, but the two stores downstairs don't have the Mother's Day cards, and I refuse to walk two blocks. <laughs> that, that is my that is so my far, situation. That, yeah, right, everyone okay. goes. Have you gone that's, to Bartell? That's I'm as like, far as I'll go for you, Mom. That is down an elevator. It. You start no. talking about walking down the street. It's too much. Absolutely, it's no. a big hill, man. Ryan, I know that you uh, you have treated your mother uh, numerous times. I, to, I do have a mother, yes, to delicious dinners at say the Red Lobster. I know that's one of my I have, favorites. yes, yeah. My mom, my mom is uh, is one of those ladies. You say uh, pick a restaurant wherever you want to go, nicest place. It's on me. She picks the Red Lobster. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And how is the Red Lobster? <laughs> We've talked about this uh, lately. I have still not been. Uh, how would you? The Red Lobster costs as much as expensive restaurants, but the food is like at the Sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. Good I times. don't have a problem with Red Lobster, but you know, I could go to like an actual nice restaurant mm-hmm. and uh, and and spend the same amount of money. Now, let me ask you a question. Just, uh, and I know it's not necessarily official, but you never know what you're getting into when you're into a relationship. So, for an example, you're dating someone. They have a dog. Uh, they have a cat. All right. They don't have a child, but sometimes there's an expectation that, hey, I'm kind of a mom too. Have you ever run into this before, or is that just unique? I hear people that say that, and I'm like, in other words, you are insane, right? Which is not remotely close. Would your Would your wife Ryan, who is a, in fact a dog mom, would she be yeah. expecting some type of acknowledgement for that? No, 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 not at all. Okay, all right. I get what you're saying, and yes. I, I do know those people. Uh, and sometimes I'll do that just to be cutesy, but there's no expectation there. She's not pissed if it doesn't happen. Okay, all right, just checking. Not anymore. She's used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you driving to uh, Yakima, uh, to the Yakima Walmart to see your mom for, uh, no. for Mother's Day? <laughs> yeah. No. No. Okay. No, I, 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 won't be, uh, I won't be making it over to Eastern Washington. Maybe my wife will. Okay, well, we'll celebrate uh, Mom today. We today on yeah, Sunday. We've it. got uh, 10 songs about your mom. You know, I like your mom, but she didn't always like me. I'll be honest. It was hard to get on her good side. It took me two buses and a train trip. I wonder where this song applies. Wyoming? 
Texas, maybe uh, parts of Carson Philadelphia, City. Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and New York City. I'd take this as a football song. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> right. Okay. But it's Waylon and Willie, so I assume they're talking about Texas. Got to be Texas. Ten songs about your mom <laughs> on Sit and Spin. Nine, number nine. But simultaneously, told me the same thing. wanted to be a grandmother. So confusing. <laughs> Don't you make me a grandmother. That's what this song is. <laughs> I'm not saying your mom should watch her weight, but she does have a bathroom scale that says to be continued. Oh, damn. Oh, really? Damn. Here we go. Here we go. Back to the jokes. <laughs> Come on. I knew they were coming. I've never even heard that one. That Good on you. <laughs> Ten songs about your mom on Sid and Spin. Does she say anything else? No. I'm beginning to think, I think her mom is crazy. Song, dude. Yeah. Now, I don't want to call your mom ugly, but I did see her make a blind kid cry one time. Oh, 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 oh. oh no. Isn't this song basically she just like, yeah, it's a crappy day. Mom mm-hmm. said there'd be some. That's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. it. Yeah. She had a, a bad day. Shut up. <laughs> your mo- mom said there would be. It was an S day. It was an S day. It was an S day. These are 10 songs about your mom. Seven, number seven. Stacey's mom has got it going on. She's all I want and I've waited for so long. Fountains of Wayne. The song is called Stacey's Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So Stacey, Remember was- that time I had uh, breakfast with your mom and she was staring at the orange juice because the thing said concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> Mike and I love Stacey's mom. Uh, yeah! Boy. Ten songs about your mom. I'm sitting spin. Number six. That's a mean mama. Knock his ass out, LL. (laughs) 
Don't let him talk to you like that, boy. If he puts a hand on you, <laughs> you can hit him. Knock his ass. Remember that. <laughs> now go Remember that time at the park when the ducks threw bread at your mom? <laughs> <laughs> Ten songs about your mom on Sit and Spin. Five, number five. She goes running for the shelter of her mother's little helper, and it helps her on her way. I think I got a little mother's mother's little helper here tonight, today. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, that song about? Was that is? song about uh, heroin, cocaine? What was that about? Do we know? I just figured it was about booze. Some kind of drug. You know, honestly, I don't know. Anything that makes you feel better because your kids suck. Well, they mentioned a little pill, so I didn't know what the hell that was. Maybe it's... What year did this come out? 60s, probably. 60... Quaalude, yeah, maybe? 67, 66. It's a big Quaalude time, right? Probably. Here's, here's my favorite story about your mom. It's definitely an upper. That time... That, here's my favorite story about your mom. That time she went swimming in the ocean and Spain claimed her for the New World. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> wow. All right. He's not saying she's fat. 66. 66. Quaaludes. Ten songs I would never about your mom. Four, number four. No, I won't hurt you, mama. But it's getting so It's like that time your mom was in court and they said, they said order, and she yelled, French fries. <laughs> <laughs> Ted talks about your mom on Sit and Spin. Number three. Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? The always cheery Pink Floyd. Yeah. Mother, do you think she'll touch my dog? <laughs> Probably not. But you hope. Mother, do you think she'll smoke my bomb? I'm not saying she's dumb, but she did go to the dentist to get Bluetooth. (laughs) That's an updated mama joke. These are 10 songs about your mom on Sit and Spin. Two, number two. Mother, tell your children not to walk my way. Walk. Tell your children not to hear my words. What they mean. I mean, damn tragic what happened to her that time when she got locked in the grocery store all night and almost starved to death. I heard you guys locked in a mattress store and slept on the floor. <laughs> These are 10 songs about your mom. In honor of Mother's Day, we've made it to number one. One, number one. Oh, yes. More than likely, More than likely, your mom does not want you coming back home. <laughs> no. I mean, you can stop buying I think mama her. was his wife. I think that's Sharon Osbourne. I don't know about calling my wife mama. You know what I that mean? That was big back then. My I, grandparents I, I did. What about what about this? Yeah, mama. Yeah, you do. Yeah, mama. Uh, Sharon Osborne raced home from uh, from London to go see Ozzy because he had COVID. As soon as she got there, guess what she got? COVID. Yeah. COVID. You don't this race the to go time see people with it. You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. oh, you have it? Let me come see you. You got chicken box? I'm on my way. Give me a big old hug. All right, here's my, here's my favorite one. Your mom sat on a dollar and squished a booger out of George Washington's nose. <laughs> All right, I got one. Your mama's so fat, Jesus couldn't lift her spirit. <laughs> I heard your mama's so fat, she went outside, jumped up, and got stuck. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan Castle. She's so poor. Her welcome, her welcome well, address says, all day. well... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
<laughs> Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Who would want to tag two or one? 206 421 Hello, Josh. Welcome to the Men's Room. Oh. Oh. Hola. So, my story is actually a friend's story. Uh, his dad's favorite story is when his wife was bent over one time wearing a floral plant uh, pants, a hummingbird came and bit her right on the butt. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Yep. Yeah, he called her sweet cheeks from that point on. And she earned it. Huh. She earned it. That's interesting. I just never heard of a hummingbird biting somebody before. I, I mean, guess if you wear flowers, you know, they're like, hell yeah. Probably just came up and thought there was some nectar in there. Sure, right, stuck it poked its yeah. beak right in her ass and like, oop, my bad, mm-hmm. my bad, sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize I was human ass. I've seen a lot of hummingbirds fly into walls and stuff, too. They're not the best. Yeah, so I mean, like, maybe he wasn't, maybe, he, I mean, who knows, that might have just been a dumb little bird. Or he made it yeah. just hated her ass. Do you think the same thing would happen? I go to the beach, all right, I'm going to lay on the beach, and I'm going to wear a shirt, but on the shirt is the image of a salmon. Mm-hmm. You think seagulls and or eagles, like, keep swiping down trying to snatch this thing? Sure. Do they perceive yep. it as it just laying on my chest? No. No. I so don't you think, think so. they would steer somehow they know yes. that's not a real fish. I do. I'll give you twenty bucks to try it. Like next time next time you go into the beach, I'll get you a shirt, right? Just looks like a salmon, that's all. And just lay on your back on the beach and see how many things come down and mm-hmm. attack you. I mean, if you actually had a fish and put a fish. it on your back. It just looks like a fish. Who would want to attack two or what? Two oh six four two one rock. Hello, Jordan. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Yeah, first off, birds don't care. When I was in Japan, the Seahawks over there, they didn't care what you had. But my story involves the second biggest land animal taking on one of the smaller uh, of the ape family. Well, monkey family. But uh, when I was in Japan, or not Japan, um, in Thailand in 2013, my ship, you know, we pulled into Thailand. And we did that tourist trap uh, elephant ride excursion. You ever you ever hear one of those? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you're on a big Asian elephant, and there's like a con- caravan of us, and two people on his back, and the driver is literally on his neck, controlling him with his ears. Anyway, so before you get, you set out, they say, hey, you can buy bananas, you can feed the elephants, you can buy some beer, drink beer on the back of the elephant. Nice. And they said, watch out for Elvis. And we're like, well, who's Elvis? Elvis is a monkey who likes to torment these elephants. And today, that particular day, was Elvis's last show. <laughs> Uh-oh. Because he, we're trying to feed the elephant the bananas as we're cruising around. And this monkey, he's got the longest arm you've ever seen. And he's just swinging on the vines and all the trees around us. And he decides to try and swipe the bananas. He apparently gotten like laxed in his old age, and the elephant next to us decided, "I've had enough of your crap," and decided to grab him with his trunk, and then throw him on the ground and squish him. Ooh! Oh! And you, and you watch this? Well, from my angle, you couldn't really see it, but you knew what was happening just on the fact that the other elephant reached over to our elephant, grabbed the monkey, threw him down, and then all you heard was a huge thud. <laughs> And then did the elephant drop down and headbutt him, or did he stomp him with his feet? He stomped him with his foot. And let me guess, Elvis has now left the building. He's left the planet. 
<laughs> what huh. did it look it's like? Could this you, realm, man. Could you see the aftermath of it as your elephant walked by? We um, we were more concerned about our elephant not becoming more agitated. Sure, so we yeah. were just kind of like getting, getting away. And um, yeah, it was by far one of the gnarliest things in the animal kingdom I've ever witnessed. Now, when you're, when you're on enough, and, and I understand, so one elephant gets agitated, takes out Elvis. I'm sure all the other elephants appreciated that elephant's mm-hmm. efforts, but can you physically feel any of the tension in your elephant? Like, does it start um, shifting or tensing up or anything? Well, so we're on this rickety uh, style, like, rickshaw thing, except no wheels. It's just on the back of this elephant. Yeah. And, you know, come to find, come to find out years later, like I said, it was 2013, that these elephants aren't probably the best treated so i feel terrible for having like com- uh, contributed to their continued um i mean you're drinking a beer on you're drinking a beer on the back of an elephant yeah 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 but, <laughs> i mean that is uh i don't know yeah i see you say well, i didn't make, know i mean if they're yeah, treated well it doesn't so, matter but but my thing is like elephants you know they have patience but it seems like when an elephant decides to snap like that there's just nothing you can yeah. do did, about did you it. drink well, correct did you drink beer on the back of an elephant we did was it and, tr- and feed the elephants and, and feed the elephants bananas? But like the fact that the, uh, the the tour guide said, "Hey, just watch out for Elvis." Meaning Elvis had done a few shows a week for the last couple of years. <laughs> man, oh man, Elvis went yeah. out the way he came. You think the other monkeys go? Well, he died doing what he loves. Right. He loved antagonizing those elephants. One of the more popular beers in uh, in Thailand, I believe, is Chang, and Chang has an elephant on it. Mm-hmm. So you ride on the back of an elephant. Drinking a beer with an elephant on it, sure. Through the through the jungle, <laughs> and you watch a monkey get stumped. <laughs> Why don't they have that on the yeah. can? <laughs> like, how was your day? This was awesome. You got to go on this tour, man. Yeah, take out the way. Let's say the elephants are all being treated well. Uh-huh. I'm paying extra for that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh, to see the monkey. Yeah, or just drink a beer on the back of an elephant. Uh, no, I want the monkey. I yeah, I want the monkey. Yeah. I mean, that sounds bad, but hey, I know. But the monkey, he went looking for it. I mean, one thing if Damn. somebody opened a cage and <laughs> threw a monkey at the elephant, but like, all right. Want more of the men's room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on radio.com. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Head chef in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Uh, I think we all know uh, Cinco de Mayo is not Mexican Independence Day. That's mm-hmm. in September. That's correct. Uh, if you ever get confused about that, just remember, uh, what are some of the biggest fights? Boxing matches. It's almost always you're going to have one in early September around Mexican Independence Day. Oh. I, in my mind, it was always Labor Day, but I see what you're saying there. Yeah, like honestly, this weekend coming up, and then that weekend, usually the biggest boxing matches you'll see. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere in the south, they got a bunch of horses running around. Mm. <laughs> uh, but Cinco de Mayo is a lot of times when people go out and they go to Mexican restaurants and this and that. But some of the foods we love the most mm-hmm. that we think of are Mexican were created right here in Estados Unidos. Okay. Oh, look at oh. you! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> si. Estados Unidos, si. de Norte America. Mm. <laughs> All right. If I go to a Mexican restaurant, I bet I order this 70% of the time. 70%? Yes. There was a there was a like four-year period where I only ordered fajitas. Okay. All Chicken right. or steak or the combination of both? Combination. You got to go okay. combo, man. Right. For instance, we both know uh, we have talked to our friend, and uh, we were I was at the famous uh, uh, Red Aguada 
at Salt Lake yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, One of the best Mexican restaurants in the country, all very authentic for their moles and this and that. And I was like, no, no, I'll get fajitas. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get the mole. I did. I I did try them. Okay, right. I did try them. I just and they had moles from different parts of Mexico. Yeah, I just not big on that sauce. Okay, okay. But yeah, I tried them with some chips and then went. I'll take the fajitas. <laughs> and what's the strongest beer you got? In Utah. In Utah. Uh, the word fajita uh, showed up first time in print uh, around the dish around 1975. Uh, they're saying it uh, originated with Mexican workers living and working near the Mexican border in West Texas in the 1930s. They were given cuts of meat like head, intestines, and skirt steak. Okay. okay. So basically, they kind of came up with this. You can imagine sitting around an open fire. Mm-hmm. Cast iron skillet. Cast iron skillet. You get them. Miles, you are correct, though. I have a hard time going to Mexican. When it comes, when they come sizzling by, everybody says, I ordered the wrong thing. Also, yeah. like I, Doesn't matter what's... what you get. Yeah. And Mexican food, whether it's Mexican or American-inspired Mexican, I feel like Mexican food is very diverse, and you can eat it, like, every day. Mm-hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, sofa, or, I was worried about this one all day. Sofafias? Sopapias? Hold on, let me see this. Sopapias. 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 Sopapia. Yeah. I know a little bit, not that much. But anyhow, it doesn't matter. They're not really Mexican. They were invented here. <laughs> You're not inventing anyone. <laughs> all right. Uh, they can be savory or sweet. They're often served with a light dusting of cinnamon sugar, powdered sugar, a little bit like a French beignet, uh, a little bit like a biscuit. They're, uh, they're associated with Mexican foods, but they were actually invented in New Mexico. Okay, sugar um, biscuit. Yeah, and you've seen them before. I mean, look. I think I've had of, them before. They're delicious. They are. And I think one of the first times I had them was at a giant, you know, chain Mexican place. Yeah, of course. What was the equivalent of the Taco Bell uh, little balls they have with the cinnamon and the sugar on them? That my daughter I mean, gets whenever she gets high. Well, those are Cinnabon like balls. No, right. ta- Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. No, but the, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's not close to that then. No. no. All right. Like, like, Taco Bell is just like no Cinnabon. Make a small version. We'll sell like twelve of them in a in a okay. in a pack. So they make puppy. they make a six pack version too. Mm. Sugar biscuit. Sugar biscuit. All right. I knew a girl once. Sugar biscuit. I know. Mm. Is my sugar biscuit home? This one's gonna you hurt. You be lot. my daughter. Yeah, man. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's when I got you my phone. Ass. My bad. Yeah. Well, sugar biscuit. You know. You remember my ex though. Oh, chili con queso. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tell me that's American. It is. So here's the deal, right? Actual Mexican restaurants in actual in, in Mexico, you could find like a four cheese Mexican dip. Yes, right. It's a uh, uh, cuatro queso or something, right? That was on the menu, yeah. But what most people know is chili con queso. That's Velveeta. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it got hugely popular here, but in an authentic place, it, it was uh, it was in the uh, Texas uh, Monthly. Because Velveeta, basically, there is a base for the Texas favorite dip. What do you think the difference is between queso and fundido? Oh, so queso, queso, is just queso fundido, yeah. mm-hmm. it's the same thing. All right. Uh, not invented in American. It's thoroughly Mexican. It is. And right, made in Mexico, but it uses okay. traditional cheeses as their That's base. That's the difference. All yeah. right. Right, so you like a fun deal. But they're explaining what it is, because queso, like it sounds exciting to say here, but it just means cheese. You get chili, mm-hmm. co- it's, you're literally asking for chili with cheese. So then, correct, right? The queso fundido, like I guess fundido represents how that cheese is prepared. Something, yeah. Mm. But and you could tell the difference, right? Like, look, I'm oh, good God, with yeah. either version. 
Right, but I, I kind of used to uh, S on my queso. Like, you go to a, like a restaurant, like, why are we getting queso? Then when you have, like, queso fundido, you're like, oh, my God. This Get is, queso this, fundido this. with chorizo. Yeah. Ooh, oh, dear. Yes. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Yes. Or even ground beef. It's just cheese and meat, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Uh, fundido. Speak, speaking of ground uh, ground beef, and look, I love these. I've eaten hundreds, if not th- is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Of these over my life, but the taco salad, <laughs> right? It shows up in that giant tortilla shell and yeah. everything. Yeah, this was obviously uh, <laughs> wow, <here. laughs> that seems very American. Yeah, right? yeah, a bowl like, of a shell. Yeah, a lot of it, right? Started in Dallas, uh, expanded to a restaurant in Disneyland, Casa de Fritos. Uh, it's items you're talking beans, ground beef, cheese, sour cream mm. served in that cup. Yeah. It's a, it's Basically, good, I haven't had it in years, but it's a good salad, right? And here's the deal if you if it's got ground beef, lettuce, and cheese, it's not really a salad, <laughs> right? That's like Taco Bell. I watched the whole thing on Taco Bell, that, and that's why Taco Bell is very Americanized. That guy wanted to make a burger, but his two burger chains had failed, so he was like, Oh. He's in San Bernardino, California. He's like, everybody loves these tacos. Yeah. I'll just make like the most American version of a real tacos I can make. All right. Yeah. This one hurts too. Mission burritos. Mm-hmm. So like when you go somewhere and get a burrito, man, I love burritos. Uh, they're called mission burritos because they were invented in the mission district in San Francisco, which if you've ever been down there drinking, there is a hundred spots you can go to yep. when, yeah. you, when you leave out of the and, bar. And you can get a boombox still. You can. I love the mission dishes. And we have burritos yesterday, yeah. in fact, man. You can put burritos in luggage with your boombox. Yeah. Yeah, I had a uh, carnitas burrito yesterday. It was delicious. I can't. What was mine? I just grabbed one, right? So the cat from the Chicken. Matador, they dropped off a bunch yeah. of burritos. Mm-hmm. And everyone goes, which one did you get? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm eating it. I'm like, I just grabbed one, man. You got, the, you got the vegetarian one. I knew it was not that. I saw meat. That helped. Right. There was there was one with Beyond Meat. As soon as it showed up, I go, hey, Mike, your girl doesn't eat a lot of meat. Go get the Beyond Meat one. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, burritos are served in Mexico, but it's just rice and beans. Yeah, that's it. That, whereas the big tortilla, the and the meat, uh, and guacamole, all that kind of stuff. That's the mission part. Right. That's the mission part. But that's what I love about the United States, right? So you can say, man, this is our burrito. And the first thing we think is, you can add more to that, you know. <laughs> Why did you uh, stop at the rice and be? I got chicken. It's a baby. It's the rice. size of a baby. Margaritas. Americans love margaritas. According to Texas Mon- Monthly, an El Paso man uh, claimed to have invented the margarita in the summer of 1942. Basically, a woman came in asking for uh, magnolia, which he wasn't positive how to make, so okay. he kind of made his best version of it and called it a margarita. Mm, really? That's kind of splitting hairs. That, I mean, that's a mile away from the damn border. You know, you get one little river in but between. But still. And, okay, it's on the... I mean, still. Time. Miles, so, yeah. and then the one uh, preformed taco shells, the hard shell, that's very American. And then chimichangas. Mm. We talked about chimichangas yep. a lot today. I love chimichangas. <laughs> right. Uh, it was a Mexican kitchen. Uh, one of them fell into a lat or a vat of lard, uh-huh. then was deep fried. Everybody, So it's basically invented by it's mistake. An, it's, it's an accident. It was. Correct. Huh. And then chimichanga translate to thingamajig. 
That's and literally the, what it means. Right. It originates in Tucson, Arizona. And the woman that made it, right, it was kind of almost like a curse word, but chimichanga, because there was children around, was better. And she was pissed because she dropped it. Yeah. Can't get enough of the men's room? Listen to the Men's Room Daily Podcast on the radio.com app. Big W is the game, 206-421-ROCK. Then it sounds like you'll reluctantly pay me today. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hello, Zach. <laughs> Welcome to the men's room. Boo, bitches. Boo. Zach, sober, not sober. So sober. So sober, Zach. Welcome to the program and Big Dummy. Okay, pick a food to never eat again. Mexican, Italian, Asian, or seafood? I'll probably go the rest of my life without eating seafood anyway, so seafood. Why are you going to go the rest of your life without eating seafood anyway? Man, I had a really bad experience when I was like 11 or 12, and... uh what do you mean a really yeah. bad experience? Let me like, ask you a question. You ate yeah. some seafood, and then what happened? Uh, I crapped my pants. <laughs> All, right. All right. Let me ask you a question. Hey, Zach? <laughs> okay. Zach, have you ever had a really bad experience in uh, in the bedroom? No, no, not like that. Okay, all right. <laughs> so don't give up, brother. No, good answer. Don't give up. I mean, yeah, but he, just one time. he has a standard. Yeah. You know, he's like, I've not pooped myself during sex. Therefore, the seafood... Seems to work. How long did it take you to poop your pants after you ate the seafood? Oh, man. Thrill. It was like the next morning, and I was at the Boys and Girls Club, and it was just not good. Oh, what, uh, do, you remember what, do you remember what kind of seafood you ate? It was salmon. All right. All right. Got the salmon squirts. I didn't even know there was such a thing. I think you can give it another shot. I think enough time has gone by. Shot, he said. Give it another shot. <laughs> Damn. All right, there, salmon squirts. Here is your question. <laughs> what state is home to Clemson University? Tennessee. Mm. South Carolina. South Kakalaki. It's the most exciting 30 seconds in sports. That's what I say to the ladies in the bedroom. When they run down that hill, it is awesome. You ever see anyone eat it when they're running down the hill? I'm sure over the years people must have. Right, it has. But I'm wondering, you know, like when there's a bike crash during the race, like one person goes down and then it's just the domino effect. Exactly. I mean, it, it is steep. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm just, I just feel like one year I'm going to watch it, I'm going to be like, tragedy at Clemson University today. 47 I, people piled I'm up. I'm going to look it up. I'm sure it's happened. There's got to be film. Like, cause they, I mean, they run down that hill if every If it's happened for, what, 30 years? If it's happened and there's not film, then I don't care. All right, your question. What was the name of the shipwrecked boat on Gilligan's Island? The Guppy. Oh, the no, Minnow. the Guppy, goddammit, is Captain oh. Crunch's boat. <laughs> the USS Minnow was the one that was stuck uh, on Gilligan's Island. The Minnow would be lost. The ship sank ground on the shore of this uncharted desert isle. We're Gilligan. <laughs> the skipper, too. <laughs> The millionaire and his wife, the movie star whore, the professor and Mary Ann here on Gilligan's. Uh, by the way, is his first name Gilligan or was his last name Gilligan? Gilligan! So I'm saying first. Yeah, but like I always call Castle Castle, his first name's Ryan. Wait, who would name the child Gilligan? I don't know too many Gilligans. That's what I'm saying. Now, if he were a brother, I'd be like, I get it. Right, because we just like to make up names. What did you name your kid? I don't know. If you name your kid Gilligan, he play in the NBA. <laughs> Gilligan for three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You would hope he's MVP just for the name. Where's a bucket hat? That's a good call. Is that his first name or his last name? Put a dollar bet on this. I'm going to say, I'm saying last name. Without question. I'm saying last name. It's not like Tony Gilligan. Gilligan. But also, Gilligan what? Was it the skipper? (laughs) Weren't they they in the Navy together before? I don't know. I made that up, I think. I was going to say, I don't don't remember that deep episode (laughs) where they connected. (laughs) Skip Rose, what to tell you? We're on the Indianapolis and our friends are getting eaten by sharks. Yeah, I did. To me, I just assume uh, they serve time together. Says in none the of military. none of the show's episodes ever specify Gilligan's full name or clearly indicate whether <laughs> Gilligan is the character's given or surname. Hmm. I bet you it's like a Swahili word for dumbass. <laughs> you don't realize that's a nickname. <laughs> All right, here's your question: The Battle of Yorktown was the last battle of what war? Eighteen twelve. The American Revolution. Hmm. A lot of wars. All right, Ted, I know you know the answer to this. Balsam, Fraser, and Douglas are all types of what? Trees. Specifically furs. Yes. Yes. Specifically furs. Is it just because they're an expensive tree? Is that why you've always been on those? No, because they hold uh, the bulbs and lights better. Oh, okay. Spruces, I feel like, kind of go limp. I'm like, they're all drooping around. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you when I was writing this question. What is what is the difference between a fir, a spruce, or the rest? Like, of I like a blue spruce. Well, Bruce Spruce is a good <laughs> was a good comedian. <laughs> I I think spruces just have like longer needles, and for some reason they don't seem as strong to me. Like you've uh, seen, okay. there's yeah, like yeah, two yeah. types okay. of trees, but right. like. It, like to me, a noble or a Fraser fir, they're a little more expensive, but I, it's they a kind of hold their triangle shape. Yeah. Right? Okay. okay. All right. So that's what Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. All right, we made it to drink time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink dance and Steve a throw hill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today we toast 19-year-old Luis Garan of Chicago, Illinois. Now, like a lot of people, Luis has a vanity plate. Now, some people try to get clever with their personalized plates, and they end up getting rejected, right? A few honorable mentions include Ass Clown, just because the two S's are the numbers five, you didn't fool anyone. Da Poop. I don't know why that one got rejected. I like that one. McBoob, are yeah. you 18, which is horrible, and one of my freedom, uh, favorites, Scrotum. Scrotum. <laughs> scrotum. Scr- scr- like, they didn't try to get clever. It just says Scrotum. Well, it got rejected. But our hero, Luis, he didn't have a plate so adolescent. No, his plate simply read, run this. Well, the police took the plate suggestion, and they ran it. And that's when the cops determined that the plate itself, yeah, it was fake. It wasn't even an. It, the dude put run this on a false license plate. The cops ran it. It, of course, was fake. And that prompted the officers to then search the vehicle. That search revealed two illegal handguns. So now, Luis, he's in jail facing multiple charges, but really, he's in jail for being stupid. They just don't have that as a law. But I think the judge uh, at his hearing, he put it best when he said, and I quote, putting a fake license plate on your car that encourages the cops to run it is not exactly a Lex Luthor level of nefariousness. <laughs> How stupid Very. can you be? Run this. And I said, okay. Run. God 
Damn it, man. You embarrass humans. So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Also available on Radio.com. Double Flush Production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.